Welcome to the Summit and Stream podcast, a podcast about freelancing, helping you reach your summit while finding a steady stream of income. I'm Lauren Robinson. And I'm Catherine Smith. We hope you enjoy listening to our podcast as much as we've enjoyed recording it. Let's go. Hello, welcome back. We are here for the Summit and Stream podcast. I'm very excited to be back. Yeah, we're on episode seven, I think, this week. Blimey. Um, I know. I think it might be a short one today because we're talking about getting your finances together. And just a little disclaimer, we are not financial advisors. Far from it. Accountants, <laughs> although I did try studying to be a bookkeeper and hats off to all of you because it's just a different language. <laughs> I can't I do it. I have failed so many accounting modules. So I don't... <laughs> It's not a very good intro well, to we this. we can tell them what we do and what we outsource. Well, exactly. I think that's what's really important is, is this is just a really base level overview of what you need to know and how to do it just to, to run your business. Yeah, and just to get started. Yeah. And I know a lot of people worry about it, so it's not just us. But um, before we really kick off, I want to know, Kath, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, my week's been good. Nothing to report, really. No. Just bog standard week. Oh. I know, it's boring. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something exciting. Well, I'm all uh, in. I'm in the house. I'm settled in. Good. Uh, boxes. Life. Miss you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't say that, please. All right, we're going to have to move on quickly because I'll, I'll start getting upset. Okay. So, um, finances. My advice would be to be organised as much as you can before you get started. And I think, hey-ho, this is what this episode's about. Yeah. You get organised. So I don't want to sort of skip through this too quickly, but what is being organised before you start? Just having a clear view of like how they're going to run. Yeah, and where you want your money to go is what I'd say. Because I have like a personal account. Yep. And that's where my income my disposable income goes and that's what I can spend and then I have my business account which I don't touch for personal reasons and I have to have them separate because if they're in one place then my mind can't take it yeah again like we're not financial advisors but I think that's pretty um sort of standard advice yeah. isn't it set up an yeah. account and it doesn't have to be a business account no Mine's Unless you're going like limit, like a limited company, which you yeah. probably, most people are going to start off self-employed. Like 99% of people, if you're just starting out, will be self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. That's further down the line. Series two. <laughs> series two. One for series two. Um, okay. So we're going to have a separate account. It might be a personal account, but it's just going to be like a separate pot, if you a like. Pot. Yeah. Let's talk about pots. Yeah. A personal pot, a business pot, and if you want, maybe a savings pot, if that's if yeah that's, a saver yeah that's sort of more personal finance though isn't it not yeah. a saver i'm not a saver <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah so how do we get paid then so we've created something wonderful for our clients now you want to say to them right can you pay me where's my money what's what's the steps to get okay paid? so what you're going to want to do this is nine times out of ten um you're going to want to send them an invoice mm-hmm. now I have people invoice me and they always, very often, they don't know what an invoice is. They've never invoiced. Um, and it's really straightforward. Yeah. Um, so all you're doing is you're sort of 
asking for that money in an official capacity, I guess. So you need to have a document that basically states who is asking for the money, who is receiving the money. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be like a name and an address. What services you've provided and for how much. Yep. And how you want to be paid. Yes. That's the real That's base yeah. level all you need. Yeah. Um, so what's the good news is, is online, if you look online, even on like a Word document, or I think Google Docs have templates and things, you just get a free template and you can invoice. Um, there are some exceptions that I've come across over the years. Um, some companies want particular invoice numbers and ways to invoice. Um, but actually, yeah, a really straightforward way of doing it is just making sure that you include that important information. Yeah, yeah. There's um, If you don't want to design it and create it yourself, there's apps and software and things that can create invoices for you as well. Mm-hmm. I use an app. Yeah, yours are really nice. I've seen your invoices. Thanks. I design, you know, you can pick your colours on it to get your branding the same, like we've discussed your logo. before. Yeah. And you just fill in the fill in the details of yourself, any services you do, how much, and your clients. Press a few buttons and it's done for you. And there's even a little send button. So you can send it directly to their emails or yeah. whatever the platforms oh, you use. And also your how long, how like your payment terms. Yeah, like paid in seven days or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, some people have like paid on arrival, paid on... Receipt. Yeah, pay, payment on receipt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really straightforward and just don't get your knickers in a twist with invoicing. It's an important part, but you're just asking for that money so that they can put it in their accounts. That's yeah. all you're doing. Um, and obviously it goes without saying that the payment details that you have on there should be to that sort of business account, if you like, that you've set up. Yeah, I include the IBAN number as well, because I know if you're invoicing someone in a different country, the IBAN number, which is something I've recently learned about. Does everybody use IBAN? Well, apart in like European countries, in the EU, because we know in the EU and all, um, they use IBAN numbers, not accounts and sort codes like we do. Yes, I knew that, but I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know what the states use or anything. I no idea about the United States. Oh. No idea. I've not had any issues so far, anyway. Yeah, and I think like most people are gonna probably be within the area. Like, initially, if you're in, based in the UK, probably most of your payments are going to yeah. come from the UK. Yes. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's not difficult to do. I think um, one really good tip for I would personally give is, like, set some time aside a month, every mm-hmm. month, and just, like, look at your finances. Like, have that little time blocked out where you're just going to sort of uh, deal with anything that comes in. Yeah, have a date with your finances. Yes, a yeah. finance date. Yeah, sit down, see what's coming in, what's going out, if you've got anything planned for the next month and you need to like budget and save mm-hmm. for. And that comes with, that's, that's sort of the um, thing that you need to bear in mind. Like forecasting mm. is... Is it does it sounds big and scary, but actually it's just doing your budget. And I used to do this before I even started freelancing. You know, I would look at my month ahead and say, "Oh, I got so many birthdays 
that month I need to set aside this much money or I've got a hen party coming up I need to set aside this much money just so I knew how much to save how much to spend just for Mm. I just got everything straight so if this is sounding all too complicated one thing that a lot of people use I would say almost everyone begins to use after a while is using um, some sort of accounting software Mm -hmm. Um, so there's loads to choose from, absolutely loads to choose from. But I would say the two standout ones that might be worth looking into are Zero and QuickBooks. Um, they're sort of the two most popular ones, I'd say, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, I um, think so. Probably Zero. Um, what about fees? Do they? Yeah, so they do. They do cost a little bit. It depends on sort of what package, because some will invoice for you, some will, you know make payments for you that kind Mm -hmm. of thing um it it does depend on cost but I think like most people would say that actually that's a really reasonable um sort of cost per month to have to keep everything organized and you can also like take photos of your receipts and things yeah um but that also leads me on to if you have an accountant so if you hire an accountant which again, lots of people do, really worth looking into, especially if you're not 100% on your finances, um, is hiring an accountant um, and then they will kind of pay that zero or that, that QuickBooks mm-hmm. um, fee for you. Ah, okay, good to know. Because I'm not at that point yet. I do all of my invoices myself. Um, when it comes to the end of the year and you have to do tax returns, mm. I do like have an accountant to do all of that for me. So I just give her everything. And then she waves her magic wand. Oh, and then, It's ta-da! a dream. Yeah, well, I'm really lucky. I, I have one that I pay monthly. And um, it's, it's actually probably worth mentioning. My company now is limited. So I've done self-employed for years. And then for sort of several different reasons, which if you have an accountant they will explain to you um I just thought oh you know it's going to be better to go limited um and then I pretty much become an employee of my own company and I think it's really nice for our listeners to know that our journeys we're in different places as well yeah definitely yeah yeah we're not you know high achievers like multi-millionaires no (laughs) maybe one day we will maybe one day maybe one day but for now I'm paying my bills nice and saving Okay, so how do you get paid? Like, how do you pay yourself? Um, so what I do is, after the invoices, and I get the money, mm. at the end of the month, I work out my profit. Yeah. And then I leave. This is my own decision. Now, this is I haven't had any advice or anything. This is just my personal choice. I leave 40% of that into the business account, and then I take 60% of it as income. So I know that 40% will cover any monthly fees that I pay for, anything that I want to buy, you know, if I want to do a new course or training or anything to do business related, I have that money, that 40% in that pot, my taxes and everything can come out of there. Nice. So far, it's working. That is a good way of doing it. I'm so jealous. (laughs) Mine is a bit different. I, so I'm now employed by my own business, yeah, which is really weird. Um, so I just get a paycheck like anyone that's will nice. do. That's got like that has like the deductions on there, literally like you would if you were working for I don't know a company. company. Yeah, 
which is really nice. I don't have to worry about that anymore. But I do remember those days. And just keeping cash flow, like, working yeah. and rolling through is... <laughs> yeah. It is difficult because you don't get the same money every month. No. So no. It, is, it can be challenging. Um, you know, that is something nice, working for a company. You know you're set income each month. But if you, I think if you get organised... And honest with yourself on your money dates and your finance dates. Be honest with yourself. I think, um, yeah, you can manage your money and your finances, your cash flow. Yeah, well, something that I used to find really hard was if I got a really big invoice or I got a big month, Mm. like I'd have like one month where I had like thousands and I was like, oh, wow, like this is amazing. And then, then the next month, not having that. Yeah. And being like, oh, I've really messed up there. <laughs> I think it comes down to discipline again. Like we've spoken about discipline before in being a freelancer. You know, you have to get up and decide your own hours to create your work in those hours. You've got to be disciplined in your finances as well. Like if you have a really good month, don't splash it all on something because next month might be absolutely shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that big month would carry you through to your shit months. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but that's why I really like what you do, your 60-40 rule. Like, I think that's yeah. that's a really good way to do it. Um, we should probably mention as well, um, one of the first things you want to do when you're going self-employed and you're looking at your finances is register yourself as self-employed with HMRC. This is obviously for all the English people that we have listening, but yeah, register oh, yourself. Oh yeah, English. Let's I said British. English, British. <gasps> I know, sorry, Scottish as well. And all uh, Northern Irish, yeah. Sorry. British people. All the British people that are listening. (laughs) UK, Great Britain. We have a lot of names for our country. I know. Do you know what's really annoying is when you have a drop-down thing for, like, what currency you use, and you're like, right, is it pound poster? Pound sterling? Oh, is it great GBP, British? Oh my British gosh. pounds. Yeah. And then when you or when you're just trying to find UK, all oh right, do I live in UK? Do I live in, in Great Britain? Great Britain, Wales. And Wales, yeah. And every time I'll scroll right to the bottom to the UK and it's like it's not there, it must be being have to go scroll all the way back up to the top again. That is exactly what oh, oh it's such it's so annoying. Oh, it's hard life. It's a hard life we've got. Um yeah, but uh, that is really important. Again, we are not financial advisors, but um one thing you want to want to be doing is I think you can go online and register as self-employed, yeah. can't you? Yeah. They give you um government gateway code. Yeah, design. you get like a government gateway code to get in. Um it's nothing like crazy to worry about, but you just need to do it. You're you're just like highlighting yourself to HMRC and being like, hey, I'm not doing anything dodgy. This is what I'm earning. And that's, that's, that is all, essentially yeah. all you're doing. Is, yeah. Yeah. I used to get really caught up in this and be like, oh my God. And you can also do your tax returns yourself. Yeah. It's just, it's just my them. personal choice just to give it to an accountant. That's all. Just mm. personal preference. And what about expenses? I don't know. Use anything for expenses at the minute. Do you not? Oh, so you know pens. you can like technically yeah like buy pens you yeah. can in theory if you're working in a coffee shop and having a meeting um you can you can literally do that you can do that yourself yeah, well next time i have a coffee i will save my receipt yeah food coffee i'll You've be saving it. them easy so have we got a freebie this week of course we have lauren oh she's back on it she's in of course we have um We've got like an example of an invoice for you today. So it's all made up, names, um, company, everything is, is made up on it. 
yeah. but it's just an example of what to include when you're in oh that's really helpful that's really that's really good i think we wanted in this podcast laura and i both said that we want to give all of our listeners as much information as we possibly could to help you get you along your freelancing journey yeah yeah we're trying to be helpful aren't we yeah yeah and if there's anything else you're not sure about just drop us like a message on social media or something yes we're here we're here to be on social media so i think that's probably about it isn't it for this one i mean look again you can probably tell from my point of view I am. I feel like I'm no good at finances, and that's why I get someone to do it for me. Yeah. So that's actually probably my takeaway. I was going to do takeaways next, but that's my takeaway: is like, do your research, get comfortable with it, and if you're not comfortable with it, there are so many people that can help you with it. Definitely outsource. I outsource it because I don't know about these things you can put against your business, like your pens and things. Mm. So I just. But it shouldn't be an obstacle as well. Like, it shouldn't be an obstacle, your finances. Just get it right, get it sorted and pay someone. Yeah. Is that your takeaway as well? Yeah. Outsource things that you're not sure of how to do is my takeaway. Great. That is great advice. So, with that, I think this that wraps up this episode. So, I'm going to love you and leave you. So, it's bye-bye from me. Uh, bye, and we'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Summit and Stream podcast. Make sure to check the show notes and we'll see you next week.